Hello and welcome to the Conscious Health and Life podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Louise, naturopath, and my aim for this podcast is to open your mind and help you to be empowered with your health. I interview experts in their field to discuss everything and anything health-related, mind, body, and spirit. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get started. Thanks so much for joining me today. No worries. I'm super excited. Thanks so much for having me and bringing me on. Yeah, I'm so excited. So today we're going to be talking all about health hypnotism and how you go about (laughs) helping so many people with so many different things. And I'd really love to talk to you about kind of like debunking and demystifying what the I guess society thinks about um what you do it's like that meme you know it's like what society thinks I do what I actually do actually do absolutely absolutely and it's such a good topic like I was so excited when you asked me to do this because yeah there's a lot of misconception out there about what it is and what it isn't and yeah no I just think it's an awesome topic to dive into and yeah the more people that we can um reach to understand this amazing sort of healing modality that's out there and that can access it the better yeah and I think like I guess I've um referred a lot of my clients to you and vice versa we work together in that way and I find works so well because when you can work on the whole mind body spirit which is essentially my whole um the the reason why I do what I do and same as well um is like encompassing the all three of them together so absolutely like bringing them all together they can work in and complement one another and I think you're right. That's why we do work so well together because mm. our clients are getting, they're not just getting some of the picture. They're kind of understanding a, a bit about their mind and a bit about their body. And then obviously when those two parts click, then the spirit can do what it needs to do as well. Exactly. And so, yeah, tell me, tell me, how did you get into it first, Bianca? Yeah. So, um, a coincidence not coincidence um I was um I was doing some training just to sort of like up level my skills and I was doing a like a communication course in neural linguistic programming and I was looking around and um I've got a background as a yoga teacher and a personal trainer as well so health has always been right up my alley and I think when I went looking for Uh, I guess something that was going to take my skills to the next level. Um, There was an opportunity there to learn about hypnotherapy and life coaching and um, NLP. And it just, it was like, I was drawn to it immediately. And I'd only ever had hypnosis myself once before, purely because I was curious and it was an amazing experience. I had, um, yeah, I spontaneously progressed to a past life um when that's not what I went for and yeah so I had already had like a really powerful profound experience um so yeah I kind of coincidentally fell into it um but once I started learning and realized the power of it and just how much I I guess I didn't know or wasn't aware about um our mind and how it creates so much of our reality 
um, yeah, I just was like, this is it. This is it for me. Like I found the, the thing. Amazing. And so what do you typically help people with? Yeah, sure. So honestly, um, a lot of people turn up and they'll be the surface level, hey, I'm experiencing anxiety, um, you know, I'm struggling a lot with stress. Um, they might turn up for, um, they, they might come along for, for weight loss, um, performance. Like there's a, a lot of different things that people turn up for. But ultimately when we get down to it, what, what's showing on the surface is just what they're experiencing and that's what's being given a label. So it's like this is what, this is what I'm, is going on for me. But then once we start to peel back the layers and we dive into what's going on um, for that client, um, it's, you know, that's just the, the symptom. That's just the symptom. What's going on is much deeper. And, um, yeah, so that's when we can start to do the real change work and start to shift what's going on. So, um it's kind of yeah, like work, you know, how the symptom, the physical symptoms is just is just a sign of something else that's going on inside in terms of like physiologically imbalanced hormones or something like that. But hundred percent. Like it can go back to childhood and like generational stuff, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And and we'll probably get into it a little bit later on about um, how how it works and sort of debunk some of what it is and what it isn't. But ultimately, um, what's been stored in our subconscious, whereas we operate from mostly, is it's all of these things that have happened quite likely between the age of sort of like zero to seven. So there's so much stored in our subconscious mind that we're still... Um, experiencing or operating from as um, patterns of behavior and thought patterns that are quite outdated for us so yeah it's the symptom and then once you dive in exactly the same as in your work there's something underlying that's causing this so um, yeah it's such a cool process I feel like you're a detective as well like it's like what's under here let me get what's at the source of this I literally used to say that to my guys I'm like now is when I put on my detective hat like (laughs) let's find out what's happening because it's like oh and obviously with this as well I guess people are looking for like (laughs) the magic bullet or like the magic pill right where they come and they're like cool Mm -hmm. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. do one session and then I'm gonna like be fixed magic and kind of yeah yeah but I guess like the thing is is that there's so many different reasons why that particular thing might be happening right like there could be multiple reasons from childhood and all of those ingrained patterns going on yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it's a specific event that's happened in time um, that has been stored in the subconscious mind and the conscious mind constantly goes back to it and, you know, draws on that experience for behaviour and coping mechanisms and, and, you know, there's a belief that's been formed around it. So sometimes it is an event in time, but sometimes um, it's it's purely what's what's been what we've been around like our beliefs are such a big part of um our life and we operate from them unconsciously so um yeah really diving into deep to what caused that 
and was it a moment in time? Was it a number of experiences? Um, you know, was it a domino effect? Um, you know, some people it is past life stuff that um, that shows up. So um, depending on what's going on for the client, and everybody is different, as you know, like no one case is the same. Um, so yeah, it's always every client is interesting. Every client is unique, and I just love the process of you know getting people to be able to move forward and move move on to what they want rather than sort of staying stuck in what they don't want. It's like, because really that's why they come. They come to you, they come to me because there's something going on in their life that I, I want change and I want to feel better or I want to um, overcome something or I've got this problem that I can't seem to solve. So it's really about getting down to the source and to the root and going, well, how can I get you moving into what you want rather than, you know, staying stuck in what you don't want? Yeah, it's so amazing. I've I've experienced um, doing hypnotism a bit and with you as well, which is amazing. Yeah. And but do you think I was wondering, do you think that some people are easier to get results with with um, hypnosis than others? Yeah, so it, it honestly depends on the person. So um, there's definitely um there's, there's people that are more suggestible, which means that they will take on the suggestions. Um, but in a therapy setting, which is different to, say, what we see in stage hypnosis where it's entertainment and we've got, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. people doing silly things, um, everything in a therapy setting is in line with what the client wants. So if a client has anxiety um, and is experiencing anxiety in these areas of their life and they, they want to be calm and carefree and they want to be able to go to social events and not worry they um they want to feel um you know maybe they, they feel a bit sick so they want to sort of have that sort of whole body relaxation instead so when we're doing suggestions it's always in line with what the client wants mm -hmm. so um a client won't take on anything that isn't in line with what they what their values are and what they actually want so um how we sort of work through that is by having like a really open discussion at the start to similar to what we're doing now of what their expectations are around hypnosis. What, what is it? What isn't it? Um, any concerns and also just going through, um, I guess, an education process about what it is and um, yeah, exactly. So nervous, right? Some people could be nervous coming to see you. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, I guess misconception that it's like it's mind control. Uh of um I might say something that I don't want to reveal. Um mm -hmm. I won't remember anything. Like all and you know, people are coming along for all different reasons and what comes up might like might be really personal maybe they've never talked about it in their life um yeah. but the beauty of it is is your subconscious mind which is this is what I love about this is it's like it's got your back your subconscious mind is always acting with your highest intention mm. so it won't reveal anything it won't it won't do anything that puts you in an unsafe space mm -hmm. so when you know that 
and um, sometimes things will be revealed to the client that they'll go, they retrieve a memory or they gain some kind of insight to the problem that they're having, which helps them overcome it. I'll have no idea. They'll just go, something's changed yeah. and the, the problem's gone. So it is. it can be quite ambiguous sometimes. And I can actually work with clients um, not knowing too much about the actual content. It's like, I'm just, I don't know, need to know exactly what happens. I just kind of need to know a little bit about what you're experiencing and then I can guide you through the process and they can be aware of the exact details. So it's quite cool like that. Um, whereas other therapies, it's very much, you need to talk through exactly what's going on. Um, that can be quite traumatic for some people, depending on what it is. So yeah. Um, so I guess it's, a, it's a, like PTSD, that would be um, great. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like no one really wants to retell a, a traumatic experience. Um, some people do and some people don't. Um, so, yeah, by being able to have the tools and the techniques to guide a client through that process and get an outcome where they're not experiencing PTSD anymore and they haven't even had to really go into detail, that's it's amazing. So, um that nervousness of coming to an appointment, we usually get all of any confusion, any um, misconceptions out of the way, and then sort of really start to dive into what hypnosis is, um, which is a natural state. It's a natural state that we go in and out of every single day. Um, but what society shows us, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> yeah, I think most people, like when I suggest it to people who have never tried it or don't understand the more holistic kind of health actual side of it it's more mm. like quit smoking lose weight oh yeah the the funny thing on that they do it shows at RSL yeah something. I don't know exactly <laughs> actually I was at an RSL once but way before I was a hypnotherapist I remember this guy I was a skeptic He's like, oh, you're a therapist and you try and hypnotise me because that's what you do, right? Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely, it's actually, yeah, it's a natural state that we go in and out of every day and what actually happens and most people will connect with, um, with this. So normally, like, so say right now we've got full conscious awareness, like if someone's listening into this and you and I are having a conversation consciously you and I are here in like a brainwave state of beta so mm -hmm. we're in a, a sort of a conscious state and then the the next state down from that is something called alpha brainwaves and that's kind of like the start of the hypnotic state so and then further down we move into the dream state and then further down we move into the sleep state so just naturally throughout our day we kind of you know, waking, sleeping, dreaming, you know, it, we're, we're fluctuating through that. So when we enter the hypnotic state throughout our day, we might refer to that as like, oh, we daydream. Like, oh, I just kind of drifted off and someone can be talking to you and you don't hear them. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> and it might, they might have to call your name a couple of times and just to draw you back out of that um, sort of like inner state of absorption of what's going on in your sort of inner world. Uh -huh. And that's, it's the same thing when we read a really good book or, or the same thing, you could be reading it and someone's talking to you and you're like, hmm? like uh -huh. it takes you a minute to come back. So with, 
hypnosis in hypnotherapy, all we're doing is guiding you down to that state where you're really absorbed in the moment and the work that we're doing and, and like a focus point. Mm-hmm. And once we actually get to an acceptable state of hypnosis and some people go really light, which is fine, and other people go really deep and depending on the work and the client, um, the, the perfect state of hypnosis will occur for that person. Mm-hmm. And once we reach that state, that is where we can start to do all this amazing change work. We've got access to the subconscious mind where all our beliefs are, where all of our automatic programmed behaviors are, all of our thought patterns, um, our memories. So we can really tap into this state and get insight, wisdom, um, basically do some change work that's where you're more open to suggestions and new ways of doing things and yeah it's just a really powerful powerful state to access um yeah so so amazing and so people because I know that you know in that like age zero to seven obviously when traumatic things happen or you know that's when a lot of our emotional um intelligence and everything is basically totally um done by isn't it like we kind of yeah patterns by then and I guess that you know when people go through traumatic events and then sometimes they lose the actual memories around a lot of their Uh childhood so do you find that that this can help kind of either recover that or help people to kind of move through that in some way? Yeah, definitely. So again, with the subconscious mind, um, sometimes it will not reveal everything because it's always trying to protect you. So there are some memories for people that are um, might be too traumatic, too painful, just or just not necessary that they're they're shown but they may get some kind of insight to there was something around this time that happened um maybe there was a belief created about the event that occurred and even though they might not really know what the event was it's like here something happened um and I just remember feeling like I'm not enough I'm responsible for others. Whatever happened around that time that's when the child has developed whether it be a a belief or a coping mechanism or, um, you know, patterns of behaviour to deal with that event. And the beauty of going in and accessing that in the subconscious place is you can gain the insight that you need. So, and the subconscious mind communicates in a different way to the conscious mind. So conscious mind will logically, this happened on this date, it's very Whereas the subconscious mind is, it's like symbolic. So it might show you a vision or you might get a sensation in your body or just a knowing or um, there's, it, it communicates in a different way that might not make sense to the conscious mind, but it's, it's actually trying to, it's metaphorically show you something that you need to know. So it's quite, um, it's quite beautiful and artistic. I love it. Um, <laughs> So um, when, yeah, when we access that state, you certainly, um, there can be, like, like you say, those events that are, are painful or traumatic to, to remember. So mm. if 
if it is like this is again your brain's amazing like function it won't show you something that you're unable to deal with it'll only show you what you need to know you know able to kind of deal with or get to the next stage of your healing process um and sometimes clients regress back and they're like oh I remember that and I had it was such a nothing event why why have I led my life doing this thing because of that and because the difference is now you have an adult perspective Mm. of Mm. it which you didn't have at that time so that beautiful yeah exactly so it's it's been stuck in time and you've been operating from that experience because that's what we do we operate from what's stored in the subconscious mind um and then when we go back and look and go well that's fine for a five-year-old but now I'm 25 30 45 50 60 and I'm still operating the same way that I was so um if you think of it like um, our, our subconscious mind is like a big filing cabinet of everything that's ever happened, all our memories, beliefs, behaviours, everything, and the conscious mind can look at like one, like it's basically anywhere from five to nine bits of information at a time. So it can go and look at, oh, I want to think back to when I was seven and there might be a memory that you've got around that time but it's not clear and you can look at that file Um but when you go into hypnosis, you kind of access the whole filing system and things that you may not have thought had anything to do with it are like, hey, anyway. it's, yeah. it's, it's here. It's this is what's causing it. So really hypnosis is just a way to access the, the, the more powerful part of your mind and get the results that you want to get. So it's, yeah, you're basically like launching, launching a rocket. (laughs) And like taking away all of the, because I guess in our conscious mind as well, right, we have all of our, our guards up and our protection up and, you know, all of those things that we've learned over time to, yeah, put those big bubbles around ourselves and it can block so much. Like, I guess that's what I also wanting to talk about was like overall limiting beliefs and how how hypnosis can help to remove those because that's what I've used it for before and I felt that it helped so much in so many Mm. areas including like my personal life but also my business and money mindset and Mm self-worth and all of this so yeah love to hear how you go about that yeah absolutely so um I love that you've used it for all of these reasons because again this just goes back to what's hypnosis used for um Mm. you know it's not just um you know behavioral issues or performance issues or pain discomfort it's actually for like how can I how can I show up better in my life like what what is blocking me and it's usually these beliefs of um they're they're usually pretty much come down to a similar thing but I'm not enough so whether that's I'm not good enough um no matter what I do it's not enough um that again I'm responsible for others it doesn't matter about me um 
because when you've got these type of beliefs, you carry out the behaviours that is in line with them. So if mm. you really do have a belief of I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough, mm. um, that will show in your relationships, it will show in your career, it will show in your social life, like, like really, like you're going to be carrying out the behaviour of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or inviting in those scenarios because you start to look through the lens of that belief. So if we, beliefs are, it's such an interesting thing because they're far and wide and we don't really, like, so you've got cultural beliefs, religious beliefs, um, you know, personal beliefs about yourself, um, beliefs about how a relationship should work, but, like, there's so many. And if you've got a belief that you've um, picked up in your early childhood years, which is where we're most impressionable and we model what we see in the world. So generally our, um, our, our belief system is heavily influenced by whoever our parental figures are. Mm. Um, if we're in any type of um, a, a particular society that operates in a particular way, um, culturally as well as religiously. So those are quite, um, there would be beliefs that are uh, imparted on the young child that are quite, they're going to stick with them. Um, This is how I see this person and this person act. Yeah. Correct. This is the right way to behave. This is the wrong way to behave. Um, You know, it's like really, you're really impressionable. So um, when you grow up, you start to, you, you start to question and you have the ability to go back and go, well, is that actually really true? Or was that just something that I was told and led to believe? This podcast is sponsored by my Fix Your PCOS online program. Have you been diagnosed with PCOS but not getting any results? Do you suspect you have PCOS but you're not sure or you can't get answers? Are you suffering from irregular or missing periods, acne breakouts, weight gain, excess facial hair? Have you tried so many solutions but nothing works and you're considering going back on the pill or heavy acne medication? If you're interested in natural evidence-based treatments for PCOS, then get in touch with me today. And once you have that awareness that you can actually question those beliefs and realize that they're changing. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I always talk to my clients about, and it's, it's a good one because it's a broad one, but um, you think about, um, you know, Santa Claus is is someone that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows who Santa Claus is. And, you know, there might be some um, religions that don't believe in it, but if we just talk generally speaking right now children are brought up to believe that if you're good and you behave well and you're not naughty you'll get presents so here we've got a belief that's being imparted if you behave in a particular way you will get x outcome and then and and children do they they change their behavior to be in a line with that and then they get to a point where they start to question hang on yeah, yeah. I don't know how real this is. Like, and this is what happens with us as adults. We're going along and we're we're believing something, and then we might start to see a few hints that I don't actually know if that's true. Yeah. And then if you do some deeper work, 
as a child you would you'd start asking around like is he really real um <laughs> you know the older kids have stopped believing and I'm still the little kid like you know then you change your behavior again mm. and then it just becomes something that's like you laugh about and you go oh that's just something I used to believe as I was a kid so that's like a a cultural society belief that's just a good example that where we've been told to believe something and then there becomes a point in time where you grow up and you go okay that's just something we tell the kids and it um this behavior so much and affects the behavior so much that 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 you know we don't even realize now we don't even realize now and then we go on carrying, depending on your parenting, like you would go on carrying on and be like, oh, yes, we'll do the Santa thing for the kids. So it generationally, the, that belief starts again. Yeah. So, and so it, it is really interesting. So if you think about that in terms of if you've had this underlying sense of even like if you're telling yourself, I'm not confident, I've never been confident, I'm a shy person, I could never do that. Like those kind of statements, like you didn't, you weren't born like that. Yeah. It was something that you learned or interpreted or you created meaning from something that happened that you decided to either believe in that or identify as that. And from now and from then moving forward, the behaviours and the lens in which you view the world, mm. that's that's what you're getting. So if you do have some limiting beliefs, um, I'll never be successful, um, I'll only be successful if, like if it's conditional, um, you know, they're really, they're really going to affect how you show up in the world and you have the power. We all have the power to change those beliefs. So if you are aware of, hey, this has been getting in the way of me chasing my dream career, um, travelling to that country, um, mm -hmm you know, challenging the status quo and not doing things in the way that society says I should do them and completely throw it out and, you know, follow your heart kind of thing, that those beliefs are a really good place to start because if you can get your beliefs on your side, then the behaviours that follow will be much more in line. Yeah. So interesting when you can tap into those statements that you tell yourself isn't it like I used to always think that I was um really unorganized and I'd always say that I'd, I'd say it to myself I'm like uh, yeah but I'm just so unorganized I could just never blah 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 mm -hmm. was yeah and or even like I'm such a procrastinator and I'm such a I'm not disciplined enough and all of this mm -hmm. and I I don't know yeah I don't know why, but I got rid of that um, with the hypnosis. So good. Right. So good. And those little those little statements, if you catch yourself saying them, they're like, they're the clues. They're the clues. What's the belief? Like, what? where is the evidence that I always procrastinate and I'm unorganised? And, you know, it's kind of, so if you kind of, when we are doing our detective work, people's language sometimes can give away part of what's going on in their world and they might not be consciously aware of it but they're giving lots of clues about hey this is this is what's showing up mm, yeah and it's it's really I think a really cool thing to do like I always just try to catch myself and 
really listen to the words that I'm actively Mm. saying and you know it's like in our modern society we just always are filling the filling the blanks aren't we like always filling up with everything and and the way that people yeah I do obviously my job is listening to people a lot of the time and yeah to hear the languaging around certain health issues as well like oh yeah but my mom had that or yes yeah belief my mom had that therefore what does that presuppose it's like I've accepted that and you know even for you you would constantly have people because of the way marketing plays such a huge part Mm. in people's beliefs like I'm sure you'd have lots of people coming in being like um you know gluten's bad sugar's bad this is bad that's bad um this diet's good that diet like you know there's been information imparted on people that potentially um is being for marketing purposes of the business or the company not necessarily from uh, a professional or an expert like yourself which is specific to the client's needs and what they're bo- what is right for them so you know you would face um sort of I guess belief issues as well like through your work of of changing yeah. that um you know people that maybe I think even like when people <coughs> sorry when people um believe that the food is bad it's like yes it creates that same thing where it's like this is bad and now I feel bad after I eat it. Yes. When it actually, like I've had lots of clients come to me who can only eat like four foods. Yep. That's all they can eat. And mm. once we kind of get through it, it's like, oh, no, you're not actually intolerant to any of these things. It's just like yeah. the way that you're looking at the food and feeling like this is going to make me feel sick or this is yeah. going to make me get pimples or whatever it is and Mm -hmm. just like with all of those statements like I'm not enough I'm not confident it's your body is listening right a hundred percent it's like you we like our words shape our reality and it's if we knew how powerful our self-talk like our internal dialogue that we're constantly running um Mm. and the words that we say out loud how powerful they are we would choose so much more carefully and I you said something before and I think it's really good you said you try and catch yourself if you ever catch yourself saying um I don't think you said like you said I'm just really aware if I catch myself saying something that's not really what I want that's an opportunity which you're already doing but to reframe so if someone does catch themselves saying this food is bad that food is bad um and they know that it's not, they, they can reframe that. And, and, you know, this food is good and nourishing and, you know, I love this food. It fuels my body. Like it's that kind of, and it's you're like, absolutely right. It listens. It's yeah. a systematic. And, you know, you've still got to enjoy your life and, you know, oh. you go and have like a croissant with a friend with a coffee and like, it's more like it's, for the soul food and you can reframe it in that way mm. and yeah Definitely. but I that 
catching yourself with those phrases is a really cool exercise and so but so many people wouldn't be aware of them right like of the certain things are saying (laughs) that's it and we're always we're ready for like it's a classic thing when someone can say I've been telling you that for years and yeah. it finally clicks for some for <laughs> someone where they get it because they're ready for that level of awareness and that that level of development mm. so um you know if people that are listening to this will probably start to some people will absorb it and really like yeah okay I'm going to be aware of that because they're ready and other people it'll just kind of gloss over and it's yeah. not relevant yet but it might be it might be later. So exactly. because And this is part of the, the subconscious mind. There's always so much information coming at us, coming at us, coming at us based on what's been marked as important in our subconscious mind. That's what we pay attention to consciously. And we can oh, remember that, remember that, remember that. The rest of it's just been stored there for later. So it's, we're we're amazing we are so amazing (laughs) um you know I just think if everybody can understand the the incredible power that you have over your own life to create the outcomes that you want and the realities that you want the beliefs the feelings the sensation um and that's all within you and there's just there's people out there that can guide you to to learn about that and to learn about yourself so you can go to the next level whatever that is yeah in so many aspects hey health mm. business life career yeah personal development wow. there's there's so much healing like a lot of um you know a lot of people and you would find this as well like unanswered kind of pain or discomfort or a sense that something's not right and they can't find an answer for it um you know accessing the subconscious to gain insight to that is an incredible thing like to be able to go okay I've tried a lot of other options what if I actually have the answer Mm. what if that emotion or that experience is stored in my body and it just needs releasing Yeah, because so many times, you know, people come to me and say, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried that, like all of these diets and things online and supplements, Mm -hmm. everything and detoxes and whatnot. And it's kind of like, yeah, what's actually underneath and what's the emotional connection? Mm -hmm. And because there's just such a, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how, I don't know if you have learned about this, but in Chinese medicine, there's all different emotions that are tied in with the different organs in the body as well. Yes. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes when, and I only know little bits about that, um, but I mm. think it's interesting just to kind of point it out. And some people might not even notice, you know, like with the lungs is a massive connection with grief. And so- yes people have the you know chronic coughs that you know no antibiotics can kill off I've tried all my all my herbs then it's kind of like okay what's actually going on what what have you not what haven't we gone addressed what's there what's there and that's and that's I think such an incredible thing that our um our bodies do store things and if it if we haven't 
dealt with, like grief, as you say, it can show up in other ways in our in our life. So it's just about following the clues and being curious as to, hmm, I wonder what this is about. What's this trying to tell me? Oh, yeah, our body is always listening and always trying to tell us things. And the more that we suppress it as well, you know, it can mm-hmm. get deeper and deeper, right? It's like all of those grooves in the brain just get, um, I guess, deeper and deeper and harder to, to straighten. Yeah, exactly, because we, you know, we're operating unconsciously for 96 to 90 percent or in terms of our behaviors and our perception like that's all unconscious it's all happening on automatic replay you've got about two to four percent of conscious control be like I want something to be different and I'm and that's why it can be really challenging to be like I'm going to change this behavior I'm going to change because you're going against an ingrained program and trying to install a new one and you can do that, but it takes time and dedication and discipline. Whereas when you can access the power of the subconscious mind and start to rewire or reprogram or recode the outcome, the behavior that you want, it's it's a lot faster. You've got more, um, it's like you're drawing on more resources. Yeah. It's like flexing a new muscle, right? 100%. 100%. And, you know, it's like one it's like you're you're starting from the start kind of thing and the other one it's like you've got the whole gym and a bunch of people to to help you do the heavy lifting kind of thing so yeah it's um yeah our minds are such amazing amazing piece of the puzzle Mm. and I heard that I've read this the other day I don't know if it's true but um how when something happens like something some something happens someone speaks to you you have like three seconds where you can make a kind of choice about what's going to happen and then after that it's just like subconscious um yeah and, and then it's just down that same highway basically exactly it's like it's already begun and if you can change your response within that first reaction period, some people say three, some people say five, but it's basically you've got a very short space of time. And but that's where the awareness needs to be too because if you're not aware of I'm going down this response, you don't have time to react. So it's very much a um, it's awareness comes first and then it's the choice and the decision to consciously choose something new. Um, and that's called neuroplasticity. So it's like, not doing that I'm doing this and you're constantly redirecting whether it's the behavior or the thought um and you're doing it consciously so it's um yeah lots of different ways to do things and you know and do you find with um hypnosis do you find that doing a particular of course it would depend on the situation but Mm. I'm not doing a particular amount of sessions or like is doing them clustered together, close together, a good idea. Or do you think it's just like a lifelong type of thing that you can go in and out of and come back when you need it? Or how do you normally? Yeah, definitely. So it depends. Like usually when someone comes along for a specific reason, um, they might work with me for anywhere from three to five sessions, depending on what's going on. So often things are uh, 
starting to change within the first one to two sessions. Um, they're already starting to see differences. But what happens is as we peel back the layer, sometimes there's more information that surfaces that it's connected. And, you know, we want to make sure that we get the outcome that they came for, not only look at half of the picture, mm. if that makes sense. So, um, but everyone's different. Like I have worked with clients that they come one and done and that's that's all they needed. Others that have come for a specific reason. However, once we've unraveled it, we've ended up working together for like eight weeks straight or something like that. Mm. But the transformation that has come with that hasn't just been one specific issue exactly it's kind of it, it, their beliefs have changed their behaviors have changed um you know and if there was anxiety and stress that is now gone um and they're just showing up and they're shining as a completely different person so um it really comes down to what you're wanting to achieve or what the purpose of the um the sessions are but um yeah oh, I love it I do think that people, and I have often um, clients that will come for a specific thing and then I might see them six months later, there might be something else that's going on in their life that now they're ready to tackle that or look at, look at that and get some insight. So, um, yeah, it's kind of... Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's not something that you need to... You're not going to be in hypnotherapy for every week for years. It might be a couple, a couple of sessions and then you'll put it down and then pick it up when it's right for you again. And I find it really relaxing too. I feel like oh. after the session, I don't even know how long it goes for because I feel like the time doesn't even like exist right. Well, it kind of doesn't when you're in that. It doesn't. Anyway. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I always feel like I've had a big sleep. Yeah, it is. It can be. And everybody is like really different. So depending on the type of work that you're doing, some people come out and they feel like inspired and like they've just woken up and they've just tapped into all of this beautiful creative energy and they feel connected again and just, you know, they just, they're feeling that. And other people come out and depending on the work that we're doing, they might feel like quite drained yeah. and they might only be in hypnosis for depends on the person but for 15 to 30 minutes or something like that um but it feels like especially with emotional work um it's a lot it's a lot to look at to feel to release um and to be going through that process whether you're really visual or you're more auditory or it's a it's a, a sensation that you're getting in your body it's a lot of um yeah it's a lot of work to do so some people can feel quite tired and other people, yeah, they feel really relaxed and like, oh, I can just float float off into the rest of my day. So, yeah. um, so awesome. It's oh, very cool. It's very cool. cool. Great. Thanks so much for giving us so much insight, Bianca. No, no, I hope it helped. And like, um, yeah, if you've ever got any questions, I hope it just helped to debunk some, yeah. some of those myths that, you know, it's not mind control. It's basically just relaxing and going in going inwards to find some answers to do some healing um and to move to towards the life that you want rather than staying in something that perhaps you don't want so it doesn't very powerful cool thing it doesn't have to be like uncover everything in my life right away 
But no, no. If you want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One thing at a time. One thing yeah. at a time. So um no, it's a very cool process and I love this work and I love seeing clients when they have that moment of like and so often it's like it's a weight that's been lifted. Uh-huh. I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. Yeah. I can't believe I believed that for so long. Like these are the kind of statements and like that's that's the work I love. And I think just knowing that there's people out there like you, like me, and like there's plen- there's so many beautiful um, you know, healthcare practitioners that are that can help you with whatever it is that you're experiencing. Um, you just need to ask for help. So and I think that's um that's the big step in itself, isn't it, right? Going, hey. And that's why I'm just always so proud of my clients. And then when they come to see you as well, it's just like, wow, it would take a lot of, uh, it does take a lot of courage to reach out and help in like a society that we're so used to just like powering on, do it yourself, you figure it out, you'll be right. And exactly. It's so awesome. It is exactly. And I think you've just, you've absolutely nailed it because there's this sense of, oh, it's okay. I'll deal with it. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. And it, it magnifies. And rather than just being like, like, you know, particularly with emotions, energy and motion, they're supposed to move. They're not supposed to be stuck. Um, So finding, giving those away out of the body is such a huge part. Yeah. It makes so much good stuff to come in. Hey. Mm to come out definitely already in there come come out <laughs> so you can feel lighter and free and you know spend your life doing the things that you want not the things that you don't really enjoy totally or thinking about the things we don't enjoy yeah. 100% 100% so where can everyone find you what's your instagram yeah yeah too easy so my instagram is the health hypnotist and it's the dot health dot hypnotist and um my um website's exactly the same so www.thehealthhypnotist.com and um yeah so if you have any questions for me reach out I do offer like a little complimentary session to see like is hypnotherapy even right for me because some people do they think oh you know maybe this is for me and it might be absolutely a perfect way to start your journey maybe it's the perfect complementary to something else that you're doing or maybe it's like hey there's someone else that I can refer you to so if you're on the fence or not sure um if it is right for you and maybe you just want to have a chat yeah um yeah a complimentary appointment um but both on my um instagram and my website that's amazing oh thank you so much Bianca no worries thanks for having me I've loved this Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Conscious Health and Life podcast. Please share this episode with your friends, subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ellen Naturopath for more. Have an amazing day.